Welcome to the Knicks Bait Podcast, the best Knicks podcast in less than a 12-minute rotation, a sesh, a blunt, three Knicks addicts coming at you. Dougie Fresh, how you feeling? This is why we are not elite. Kyrie Irving is a murderer and Julius Randle is a puppy dog. Facts. All facts. D-Boy, how you feeling? You're, you know who's constantly getting baited? Julius the All-Star Randall. Nice example you're setting, chasing refs and whining like LeBron, except with none of the clutch genes. Really loving it, bro. We're piling on. We're piling on. But he blew it. He did. And it's me, Monty, here to return to sadness. But Nick sadness, not net sadness, like that empty net sadness that everybody gets from being a Nets fan. In the empty Barclays Center. Yeah. Final score, Long Island, 114. New York, 112. Walt suit, orange and blues. Sadness prevails as the Knicks fall to Brooklyn's third best player. We're going to get into quick hits. Quick hits. Another nail biter for the Nets. Fuck Brooklyn. Here are some awards. The RJ Barrett, who's your godfather, most valuable player, goes to the kid from West Orange, Kyrie Kanye Irving. His dirty step back threes left the Knicks in the dust as he compiled 40 points. The Garden of Dreams off Broadway breakout performance goes to the Williamsport PA native, Alizé Deshaun Johnson, whose posting and toasting led to eight points in his first five minutes off the bench. His brother's name is Hennessy. The Holy Trinity Golden Goblet goes to the all-star Julius Randle. He recorded his fourth triple-double tonight, totaling 19, 15, and 12, but still failed to connect on the game-tying jumper as time expired. Man was put on skates like the Nagano Olympics. The Times Square Peep Show trophy goes to the real dunk contest champion, Obadiah Toppin, whose clutch corner three and high-flying block kept the Knicks in the contest, but the lottery pick only on the court for two minutes. Free Obi. And the sad stat of the game? Julius Randle's main defensive target, Jeff Green, had 13 free throw attempts. This day in Sad Knicks history, April 5th, 2019, Houston 120, New York 96. All three point guards were out for the Knicks, so Mario Hazonia had to fuck around and drop a triple-double. The Knicks were never in this one due to an onslaught of threes. Houston made 22 of a record 59 attempts. Kevin Knox actually played his rookie year. Mitchell Robinson was fouling and dunking ferociously, but bump that. James Harden is a master class in ball. They may have their big three ready for you on Monday. I was wondering what you guys thought of uh, facing those guys. Uh, we got a big five. Um, so, uh, I mean, it's a big 15, so uh, we're not really concerned um, about a big three. The Knicks lost another close game to one of the beasts of the East tonight. At the conclusion of tonight's contest, the Knicks find themselves in the eighth slot. If they are able to claw their way into the playoffs, they will most likely face one of the three juggernauts of the conference, Philly, Milwaukee, or Brooklyn. In the regular season, they have gone 2-7 and seven against these teams, but have played them close. 
In three of those late losses, our All-Star missed the game-winning or game-tying bucket. Can the Knicks beat playoff teams with Randall being the guy down the stretch? The Knicks' playoff hopes depend on it, as 16 of our last 21 games are against teams in playoff standings, and we seem fated to play one of these three squads in the playoffs. Well, I would love to continue to doubt Julius Randle, but he's proven me wrong all season, so maybe he has enough chutzpah to go against such a Herculean task, but I don't see it happening. Plus, he's going to need help. If you look around at those three behemoths in the East, their third best players are all better than Julius Randle. With Philly, Harris, better. With Brooklyn, Kyrie Irving, better. And I would take Drew Holiday over Julius Randle. So it's a tough task to really surmount for the whole team. You hit on a really interesting word that my grandma used to use all the time, chutzpah. This is exactly the problem with Julius Randle, and we saw it yet again tonight. Bordering getting a tech down the stretch, bordering coming apart, and then tightening up when the game-winning ball was in his hands. He couldn't make it happen. The team needs to get creative. Randall compiled 12 assists tonight. He had another fantastic triple-double. He put so much pressure on himself after he's able to keep us in these games against these tough teams, and all the pressure carries over into crunch time. He needs to get creative. Dish it off to Burks, who is feeling it. Dish it off to RJ, who showed that that mid-range game can be summoned in the clutch. Since the All-Star break, how many times have we seen Randall limping to the finish line in these games? It's a, not a stretch to say that we are playing him into the ground. I watched the game with a friend tonight, and he said, hey, he's already got a triple-double. Why do they need him to hit every shot, too, down the stretch? He had already done his job. And Tibbs seems unwilling to get creative, as you said. And isolating Julius Randle time and time again is not going to cut it. And what is so, is so flummoxing to me is that Obi Toppin is finally doing the thing that we thought he would never be able to do, which is prove that he deserves playing time in these limited spurts of time. He gets eight, nine minutes a game. Tonight, he hit a huge three down the stretch. He, he followed it up with a defensive play, and then he was out of the game. You have a backup that is distinguishing himself. Give Randle some rest if you really have to put the ball in his hand at the end of the game. And that just makes a great point because Randall, if he has to ISO, if he has to be a Superman, maybe if he's only playing 33 minutes instead of the 38 minutes he's playing, you get a little bit better version of Randall. When do we always see him fall apart? It's in the final minutes of the game. It's not even in the fourth quarter. It's literally the last few minutes. And you gotta think, all of these games where we were up 15 points, 20 points, and Randall was reinserted with five minutes to go because Tibbs got scared and is a boomer who hates kids. And we saw the starting lineup come back in and give away that comfortable lead that we had built up going into the second half. It's that same situation over again. A lack of ability to make the move in time to the bench by Tibbs to get some fresh legs out there, to get a different style, a different look out there against a team like Brooklyn who's bench got so much confidence playing against our starters that they were able to push it to the finish line. Jeff Green and Kyrie were great, but that whole bench showed us up. Who do you think would have hit that shot if it wasn't in Randall's hands? RJ, and I feel like even if RJ misses, he needs to start getting those like main dude reps. We have to stop denying the fact that Alec Burks is the most clutch offensive player on this team. 
he hit that massive three to tie it up. There's nothing to say that Randall could have driven and kicked in that three and a half seconds at the last point. Kicked it back out to Burks, who was the inbounder on that play. It was a very frustrating moment for me to realize, okay, Julius is going ISO long too. He's not even going to try to win the game again. It's a bad strategic decision to put the ball in his hands in that specific situation. You can't put it all on Julius, though, because it comes on a coach to draw up an out-of-bounds play. An out-of-bounds play is not give it to a guy and see what he can do. Because we don't have Kobe Bryant on our team and we don't have Michael Jordan. And asking that out of Julius Randle is a crazy, crazy task. Run a fucking play, Tibbs. Roll that. Light that. Smoke that. It's time for a blunt talk. I can see it now, proceeding down Flatbush Avenue towards the Barclay Center. All 17 Nets fans holding their burning sage in the sky. Brooklyn Championship Parade. Confused bystanders wondering, when's the bus ever gonna come? The Craigslist ad for paid acting gig. It's an eight-hour affair. It's outdoors. We need a lot of energy, but you get to keep your Nets gears. No, seriously. The low turnout will inspire the team to win another championship, but who gives a fuck? Will it be the first parade to be live podcast and Twitch to all the diehard Kevin Durant fans around the blogosphere? Will it be the first championship parade to be actively booed? I'd throw rotten eggs at Steve Nash and Mac D'Antoni. Hey, 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 Just wish it could have been the Knicks. We hope you all enjoyed your Knicks, babe. And never forget, the Knicks have not hit a game-winning shot since Julius Randle became a Knicks.